0: Welcome back to the crack everyone. Great week for the show last week. I can't believe you guys liked hearing me just, you know, give my thoughts on things instead of these interviews. Very, very well listened episode or well received. So I think I'm going to give another one a go today. And we also had huge numbers on the, the Paul Hughes episode. So thank you so much to Paul. Um, i did i wasn't aware that he did one at severe at the time so i think i was like oh thank you know what i mean this is great that we got this exclusive uh thing but he also did severe am with sean sheehan so that's my bad Um, i wasn't aware of that until after the interview was done but uh thanks very much to paul seems to have made a big splash um coming out and telling his story and fair play to him for doing that um and i think it's funny like last weekend someone told me Sorry, last week, someone told me the Bellator episode I did kind of reflected on all all of the Bellator Dublin shows over the years. You know, people were telling me, you know, last week's show about Bellator seemed like a bit of an obituary, someone said to me. And then I was like, maybe, you know, I was just trying to reflect on what was going on. But if that was the case, if it was a bit downtrodden, we have every reason to be excited after seeing what we saw this weekend from cage warriors and pfl pfl in paris was absolutely wild killing mbappe hakimi was there and um, then bailey was there but obviously mbappe being the biggest star in the sport that was absolutely wild doom bay is worth his weight and gold to this promotion i mean all week the reception he got his walkout was insane the refrain from the crowd like he says something they say something back i think it was jordan you're going to die you know, bringing the pillow and then to have that brilliant performance was, it was absolutely, it was a special, special debut, I thought. And then the night before in Cage Warriors, we had this unbelievable fight between uh, Luke Royley and Loof. It was absolutely insane. Like one of the best fights in memory from Cage Warriors. And they've had so many. Yeah, it was Luke Royley and Alexander Loof, a, a clash of two undefeated guys unbelievable and that was just in the main card that wasn't even the main event there was obviously James Hendon against Tobias Harilla and a horrific arm break to Harilla ends the night there but I don't know man I, I watched on me and Reggie We're here obviously watching the line was away with the girls for the weekend so we got to enjoy all of the sports all of the uh, MMA and I come away from it just thinking this is a great moment even though we are looking down the barrel of this Bellator Situation and potentially people being left without a promotion, without um, a promotion that's willing to pay the fees they were getting at Bellator. This, to me, was absolutely fantastic. And look, Cage Warriors now coming back to Dublin in a couple of weeks. They've got so much momentum coming back here. Um, I, that, that fight, though, that Luke Riley fight with Luf is why this promotion is so important to the UK and Irish scenes. It's everything that they're brilliant at. Like they, Ian Dean's a fearless matchmaker like Luke Royley is this guy who has looked like he can be a star for a number of years and he has come up all the way up through Cage Warriors so they have this guy who's going to be a star but looks every bit of it has this exciting style he's a handsome devil too you know reckless abandon when he's in there and they put him in against Luff, who's an absolute killer too and I tweeted at the time I was like there's like this notion of invincibility that both those guys fought with. Like, this, like, they had no concept of losing a fight yet. Being undefeated, they both just threw caution to the wind and it was wild. Like, if you have not seen this fight between Roily and Luff, you have got to go and watch it. It is absolutely brilliant. It, it is it's a stunning fight. Like, shouting at the telly like at home, just Jesus Christ, absolutely crazy. And it, it's amazing to me, like, off this Cage Warriors event, they've already bled in a new 45-pound division. Charrier's obviously gone. Paul has moved to 55. Vucenic's still there with the belt. But from this event alone, you're looking at Hendon and, and Royley as a potential championship duo. So it, it's absolutely masterful. It was, um, yeah, it was, it's amazing that they do this. They continue to do this. They continue to create stars. It's absolutely fantastic. I I did think um, it was a great night for Next Gen. We saw Paddy there. Molly was there. Tom Aspinall was there. Like, Tom Aspinall was so taken by this fight. He called me. Sorry, he texted me. And he was like, Jesus Christ. Like, did you see this? This is insane. You know, it's very hard to get professional fighters excited about fighting. (laughs) It really is. And the fact that he did that to me, um, he, he said that to me, spoke volumes to how amazing that fight was. And there's all the talk online, of course. Um, about it being an all-time classic and there's no doubt about it it was very like the Nathaniel Wood and Josh Reed fight back in the day like just chaos you didn't know who was going to stand you didn't know who was going to fall it was absolute chaos I loved it I thought that Adam Shelley had a tough match on that card like I mean I, I feel like I'm always watching Adam in these situations where he's fighting a guy who only wants to wrestle like he's fighting a guy that just can't wait to get into the ground so it's uh obviously <laughs> it, I, it's just hard for him to showcase his abilities when this is all the guy's trying to do but I thought he looked absolutely electrifying in the third round and uh, Matthew Camilleri I think he was fighting really really good I mean at that stage um Camilleri knew he was not gonna be able to take him down, be able to dominate him from top position. I think he was exhausted trying to get the fight there. So we really got to see Adam's skill set come out. So a great win for him. Um, yeah, I would have liked to obviously see Adam on the the Dublin card, which has now got a lot of juice with the Paul Hughes being Paul Hughes fight being announced. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I hope Herilla I haven't got an update on Herilla. Isn't that such like? It's such a a shit situation dude like this guy was going to be on contender series didn't declare some type of incident that happened to him as a a, like you know some brush with the law he had as a child and now he's main eventing and breaking his arm so that's obviously going to rule him out for a long time too like this is it's such a cruel bastard mma it really is it's a horrible horrible game when it's not going well for you like any sport i suppose but this just feels so brutal like i mean knocking on the door of his dream coming true and then this happens. It's absolutely crazy. But Hendon looked savage. He's always been savage. It's just that division is is difficult and I think, you know, he lost to Paul Hughes, he lost to Jordan Fuchenic. Like, that's, that's horrific. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you need to rebuild your championship stock after losing to those two guys. As I said at the time, as I said to Paul last week, any of those 45ers and any other generation could have been signed. So that's a a rough one for him. But he's definitely in that conversation now. And imagine that. Imagine Hendon and Riley. I don't know if they make that immediately. I don't know if that makes sense. But that is an absolutely quality fight. Absolutely brilliant. Um, It felt like, you know, as I was saying, Tom Aspel reached out, but he wasn't the only one. The next day... UK people from the UK and Ireland were reaching out all over the place about this fight, about Hendon, about things like that. So I feel like it's not every event that we get that kind of reaction. So I think it was a really, really great weekend for, for Cage Warriors. And I think it's the right, the right amount of juiciness now coming into Dublin with this Paul Hughes cards. Like they've definitely got a lot of momentum. But I have to say, I got way more calls from the U.S. and text etc. cetera, about Doom Bay, which isn't available to watch there. Do you know what I mean? It's not available to watch there, and all the Americans are going, what the hell happened here? Like, that's, that's a huge moment for them. Like, I do, like, PFL is brand new, and they are making waves here already. I don't think, like, they're doing a good job with the regional talent, like, the, the tournaments and stuff like that, and, of course, having Dakota winning... Having Simeon winning—that's all huge. Like you need to keep these guys winning. They are—they are the faces of PFL in the UK. Um, but I don't—I think it's very difficult for them to compete with Cage Warriors in terms of pure fights. You know, like as in just the the level of matchmaking, the level of experience that Cage Warriors have with that—it's going to be very difficult to beat them on regional fights in the UK and Ireland. They're just too good. At it. But what PFL do have? Is these superstars um doom like he is he was meant to go to the ufc and after watching pfl you know you can absolutely see why because he's a massive deal he's way more famous than i could have imagined like i, I was tweeting like here's killian Mbappe, and people were saying like oh yeah well of course he is like you know doom really famous here and i'm like yeah okay but i mean it's still crazy i mean i would have been happy to see harry Maguire at ufc london for god's sake do you know what i mean this is Kylian Mbappe. He's like the guy in the in the sport of football at the moment. That is a huge deal to have him show up. And I know Hakimi and Bele were there. They're just not on that level. This guy is like an icon. Like I'm seeing on Instagram, lads like trying to turn their one year old child into Kylian Mbappe. They're already starting training camps. It's wild. So that that to me, Diombe is just a jewel in the crown for this PFL man. <laughs> as much as like as i said they can't match cage warriors for what they're putting together like in terms of regional fights right now it's it was always going to be like you're never going to be able to compete with them at that in your first year they're doing a good job of it but what they have is a guy like dionbe and lazy king of course who had his debut as well i did (laughs) there was a there was some criticism of um lazy king's opponent brad wheeler 18 and 14, like, you know, the Lazy King's meant to be one of the best fighters from outside of, outside of the UFC. And then we're bringing in Wheeler who hasn't fought since 2019 against John Maguire. Do you know what I mean? And I know that's going to be a problem for them. I said this when this was announced this PFL Europe situation. The problem for them is keeping the likes of Bay and Lazy King, keeping them in interesting matchups like i don't think that's necessarily a short-term problem because i think you can put doom in there against anyone for a couple of fights at this stage and people are gonna go crazy lazy king feels like he he probably needs more of a test but if you have doom on the top of these paris cards what like what what else do you need he he feels absolutely monstrous at the moment it's just the whole the whole french scene man is just the place to go for mma right now like we've seen it with the UFC, we've seen it with Bellator, and now we're seeing it with PFL. We've seen it with Aries, of course, as well, but it's just, it's a hotbed, dude. The atmosphere seems absolutely incredible, and Doombay is just a showman who knows how to get things like that going. He knows how to play to a crowd. He's so experienced. It felt like nothing to him in there. It felt like absolutely nothing to him. This was a performance, you know, it was absolutely magic. And then the clip of Mbappe just soaking that up, right? The clip of Mbappe mouth the gap watching this. Come on, that's worth its weight in gold, dude. Like, think about what it meant to have, like, Conor McGregor show up at Bare Knuckle FC. Like, we heard the guy, the, the owner, of his name escapes me at the moment. Is it Feldman? I don't know. David Felt, I don't know, maybe. Um, he was on Ariel, and he was like, all of the traction we got from this is huge. Like, it's the mo- the biggest night we've ever had because they get this footage of McGregor and Mike Perry in the cage together. So, you can only imagine what that did for PFL. It's, it's insane, man. What one, one person, the right person coming to your show can do. Obviously, I think in a perfect world, they, world, very Dublin. I think in a perfect world, they would have loved to see both John Mitchell and Dylan Duke come through their fights and fight for the, the, the final at 155 tournament in dublin that would have been wild and i feel like dylan was just he just he was he was becoming that guy again i could see it in him and he looked in great shape and i think the move to scotland is suiting him so well but from his debut like there was a buzz created you know and i'm sure he'll still fight on the dublin card but i I would i think it would have been a real full circle moment for dylan um, obviously, Dylan ended up in a bit of trouble over here. He did an interview with Andy Stevenson about that, and it was it was very honest, and he was um, very regretful of, of of the things that transpired. And I felt like this is a full circle moment. Come back, and win this fifty five tournament, but Kazuba was just too good on the night. Um, he opened up a big cut on Dylan. I felt Dylan won the first round, and then in the second round, he got that cut opened up, and it became a, a difficult fight from him uh, from then on out. Like he he didn't seem to dispute the the loss at all. Afterwards, he you know obviously dejected, but he took it. John Mitchell with a decision win, um, beating a French lad on French terrain, as did Franz Malambo. So that'll be John Mitchell in the fifty five tournament. Franz Malambo um, against Kakarov. Like looks like a very good fight. The two lads were very um, amiable and very nice to each other afterwards. And then it will obviously be Mitchell and Kazuba um, for the 55 title. Dakota it looked amazing. Like that is a tough fight she had there. And I know people look at Cornelia Holmes' record and see six and six, but it's a, it's a tough test of experience. And we knew what she was going to do. She was going to come in and try and take Dakota down. And that finishing sequence she hit her with was just absolutely beautiful left to the body right to the head and then a head kick as carnelia is backing up like dakota looks like a star she has all the the tools and um, she seems to be a company girl as well very happy to be in front of the cameras and very comfortable in front of the cameras obviously the story with her mother all of that stuff is absolutely fantastic so that's what they want i didn't i didn't think simeon had a great night um You know, they had David Hay on the broadcast. It was just, it was mad. Um, I didn't think it was his best performance, but he got the job done and he's into the 205 pound final now as well. So I think Dakota and Simeon and McGrill and guys like that are just worth the wait and go for these people. They've already got an identity that isn't rehashed guys from Bellator or Cage Warriors. And I think that's really strong. But I do think the level of those regional fights, uh, it's not quite on that Cage Warriors level. It's not quite there. And it's very difficult to do that because that's what they specialize in. And they've got Ian Dean, who's an absolute genius. But I think it's all very positive. What we're seeing here is is so positive. And as I said, you know, coming off a week where we're talking about the legacy of Bellator Europe events, to have this event, to have these events, sorry, the Cage Warriors event on Friday, and then the PFL Europe event, I think the scene is thriving, man. I think it's absolutely buzzing. Obviously, we know, as I've said, as I keep saying, like this won't be a very pleasant time for some people who, you know, are in contract with Bellator may not have an immediate home if the promotion sells as it seems to be. Um, that's obviously going to be difficult for a lot of people, but we've got to be very happy with what we have here. Both Cage Warriors and PFL absolutely killing it. Now, I've, I've kind of tongue in cheek called this episode, like, who won the weekend? And I know it's going to piss off. Like people are just going to see that. And they're going to be like, why does someone have to win? Blah, blah, blah. Competition makes this scene so much better. Competition is what Bellator and Cage Warriors, I think it it, it added to a lot of, it, like, it brought out a lot of positives when them two are competing with each other. So that's what I'm doing. I want these guys to be conscious of each other. And it's great that we didn't have to pick one, right? Cage Warriors on Friday, BFL on Saturday. We We just got to enjoy it all. It was a feast of European action. But um, it's tough to pick a winner because Cage Warriors did such a vintage Cage Warriors show. Like the the fact that they've created this new title situation of 45 with two new names coming off maybe their best featherweight lineup over the last couple of years with, with Shariae, Vucenic and, and Paul Hughes. I think that's nothing short of amazing. I think it's nothing short of amazing that Indian can do with things like this. You've also got the fight of the year, right? You've got the whole—you've got two countries, basically the UK and Ireland, just talking about how insane this fight is, which is a big win. But then, like on the flip side, of that PFL are the guys who are trying to establish a brand here, right? They're trying to make people care about this brand, and they have Killian and Mbappe show up, and they have this virtuoso performance from from Cedric Dume on the top of the card that's hard to compete with too i mean in terms of where they are you'd have to probably say pfl because that was such a big coup like and obviously cage Warriors is established we already know that they do these amazing things and they just did it again but i'm not hating on anyone i'm not hating on anyone this weekend i think it's all quality i think it's all fantastic and it's nice to be excited you know, about about the regional scenes. Because as I've said for years, a lot of people used to say, you know, they used to tell me I was covering the B-Leagues. They're all actually doing the same thing as I used to do now, Um, of course. But uh, it's my favorite thing about MMA is watching guys come from the regional scenes to the big show. Nothing is more exciting. Having that edge on some of the fandom, knowing that you were there when they weren't there. You know, it's it's proper hardcore shit like... You know, it's it's like you get a joy from not being, you get such joy from not being a casual. I used to do them things. Uh, there were massive, back in the day, I used to do for MMA fighting where I'd pick the top 10 prospects from the European scene, like outside of the UFC. And I have managers calling me and all asking for the list before I came out and everything. It was wild. But that is really the, the the best thing. Like since McGregor did it, and then obviously all the other Irish guys did it, it was like a drug. I just couldn't wait. And obviously now you're seeing the likes of Paddy, etc. and the... In the UFC, Tom Aspinall, Molly McCann, watching the likes of cage warriors is is a treat for the hardcore. I would say. Now, saying that, like if you know, if I'm talking about PFL, like their regional, like if the, the criticism of cage warriors is, is always um, the money, like that's what we hear fighters talking about it, and you know, we heard Paul Hughes talking about not getting any additional money for that main event, and you know, certainly I've heard. Of many main eventers getting additional money, um, for you know big, bigger shows like this RDS one will be, um, obviously that's the part that kind of annoys me sometimes. And sometimes, you know, I'm watching Cage Warriors, and it's in the back of my head. But I do think the most important thing for Cage Warriors is to be sustainable. And that was my argument back back when Bellator came in, and people were saying like you know, how are these, these, this? you know, they're robbing these guys, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but we need cage warriors. Cage warriors is a very important piece of the infrastructure in the sport. And people say like, oh, they've monopolized the route to the UFC. That's not them. Like, they can't make that call. The UFC have to make that call. And I don't think it's, you know what I mean? I don't think it's ironclad anymore either. Well, look at the likes of Lerone Murphy. Look at the likes of Kiefer Crosby. Like, they've they've come from different places. And I know that's just a couple of examples, but there are many. Um, Like Mick Parkin, I know that's heavyweight, a bit different again. But there is ways to the UFC outside of Cage Warriors. Um, certainly. But um, basically, there's a lot to be excited about. You should be buzzing about Cage Warriors at the weekend. Buzzing for the fact that they have, you know... Hendon and Royly now emerging in the title picture there, you, you'd see like an amazing turnaround, a new cast of 45, basically. They had one of the fights of the year, obviously, with Royly and Loof. And it's just vintage stuff. This is what they do. This is what they are best at. And they proved it again at the on Friday night. Nobody does this better than Cage Warriors. And so even though maybe PFL's regional fights don't quite match up to Cage Warriors, look at what they did with Doombay. Look at the interest they've got here it's wild i mean paris mma in paris is just a buzz right now and that looked like a scene i wish i was there to see it myself doom bay's a star they have killian mbappe there come on it's absolutely fantastic will people start demanding better matchups for the likes of lazy king etc yes they will but right now home run for pfl home run for cage warriors I'm back from the negativity of last week and I'm full of positivity. So thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed this rant. Um, I just poured out um, shite here again. Make sure you let me know if you think it's terrible. I will take this advice. I really appreciate you. All the best. Love you. Bye-bye.